high. The year 2022 is coming to its end and it's proper moment to recap the activities of Media Telecom. We have several speakers to look over the outgoing year. The project coordinator and the agents of four participating country teams, those of Germany, Sweden, Greece and Latvia. My intro will be short this time. Thank you for joining us. I'm Urba Schleut, the Mitadelcom Communication Officer. For the outset, the floor goes to Halike Harloit, the Mitadelcom Project Coordinator. In 2022, we completed 14 case studies. The first case study provides overviews on monitoring capabilities. The second case study in each country provides overview on main risks and opportunities in four domains. There are some interesting findings we can point out concerning the case studies. First of all, the monitoring capability depends on different agents. In some countries, we discovered best practices where public organizations, research institutions, and also different experts work together. And of course, then the monitoring capability is higher. In some countries, we can see that academic institutions and practitioners work pretty separately. In some countries, the academic capability is strong and internationally compatible. As a result of the first case study, we can point out some major risks strong fragmentation of both academic and analytical knowledge about media developments, then very big differences concerning the quality of the knowledge. And of course, one aspect I would like to point out is that we discovered that there is quite a lot of information about different changes in media and media system and journalists, but we have to distinguish between information and systematic knowledge especially in Central and Eastern European countries, the knowledge is unbalanced, both when we speak about the four domains and when we speak about the quality of information. It might be quite surprising, but for example, media accountability has not been researched in various Central and Eastern European countries. Or another example, We know that audience studies tradition is pretty strong in Europe, but in which information ecosystem different social groups live currently, then there is not much information available or accessible publicly. So I would say that as a result of the completed case studies this year, we are now ready to provide comparative analysis as well as policy suggestions. This was the roundup of 2022 by the Mitadelcom project coordinator. The next speaker comes from Germany, Markus Kreutler from the Technical University of Dortmund. 
When I'm looking back at 2022, for me that was really a year where we could start sharing some first results of our project. Obviously, it's still work in progress, it's still going to be developed further, but it's nice to see that it gets some relevance for people outside our project bubble. Take this podcast, for example, where we were able to produce more content and go into more detail. Take the panel that we had at the ACREA conference in Aarhus in, in Denmark in autumn, where since it was a whole panel, we had the opportunity to show different aspects of the project and show the variety that we already have. And then there was a pretty recent event that I remember really, really well, where um, Susanne Fengler integrated the case studies that we have into a seminar that she's giving on international media systems. And what she did was she asked students to use the case studies to prepare for a joint event to be experts for the different countries that we had analyzed. And what she was organizing then was a really intensive day with kind of uh, walking presentations where students would talk to each other in small groups and brief one another on the different countries. And that was really interesting because it was the last warm day we had probably here in Dortmund. So she was also using the Institute's courtyard for the students together. And I just remember standing there in the first floor of our Institute looking down at several smaller groups of students that had little country flags to show which information was to be had where in the, in the courtyard. And then people were walking around and getting information on the different countries in very, very vivid discussions. So that was a moment where the whole project for me really came to life. We passed the floor over to the representative of Sweden, Lars Nord from the Mid-Sweden University. Well, from my view, 2022 was an interesting year for the Media Delcom project, mainly because this was the first year when I had the possibility to meet people in reality. Because of the pandemic and because of other circumstances, I was not able to meet earlier. So it was good that after one and a half year, you can actually see that people existed in real life and not only on the computer screen in digital meetings. And my opinion is that live meetings have advantages, not only for the whole consortium, but you also have the possibility to talk in minor groups and solve problems in smaller settings so that was something that they really enjoyed and we had some night we went to some nice places dubrovnik in croatia and sofia in bulgaria and these were two countries i had never visited before so it was also a great personal experience for me having said that i would also reflect a bit on this three-year research project because my experience is that the first year there are a lot of expectations and you have just received this grant and everyone looks ahead and thinks that we will do this and that for the forthcoming years and a lot of enthusiasm at the kickoff of a research project. And the last year of a project, you sort of see the end of the tunnel and you have the feeling that things are actually becoming true. You have the publications coming out and so on, and you may feel quite satisfied about that. But when you're in the middle of a research project, like we are right now, you feel that there are expectations from outside that now you should tell everyone what you are doing, you should present the publications, 
you should talk about the project and your interesting results. And in most cases, in the middle years, you still are in the process of analyzing and summarizing. You're not fully ready to go out with these results. I can feel this in previous project, and I also feel this in this project. But luckily, the middle year will sooner or later be transformed to the last year of the project. And gradually, when you solve the problems that you are facing, you will come into a new phase. So I think that 2002 was an interesting and challenging year, but the next years to come will be filled with more satisfaction compared to the previous one. So I really look forward to work with this 2023 and the beginning of 24, and I'm completely convinced that we will be very successful in the end, despite some problems that we have faced on the road to the final year. The next to speak comes from Greece. Anna Kandila from the Hellenic Foundation for European and Foreign Policy. 2022 was, I think, a very productive year for Midelcom. We managed to finalize and, and submit to the European Commission our case study reports, two reports per country, one report on the monitoring capabilities and the second one on the risks and opportunities affecting a deliberative communication through the media in the different countries. This was quite an achievement, not only because we are many countries involved in this project, so there was a lot of coordination required, but also because these case studies really involved a lot of research into the materials and interviews. It certainly it was certainly an achievement, and I think the result is really rewarding. The public wouldn't be able to have access to, to these reports through the project's uh, website, and, and we're really looking forward to this. Another exciting moment, I would say, was the steps that we took in order to prepare for, for our comparative work, which is the, the third work package, let's say, of the project. So project progress is in order for the comparative work, and as the Greek team, I, I would say I was uh, also excited to get involved in discussions about the, the theoretical, let's say, aspects of the comparative work, at least as far as the legal domain was concerned. So that's certainly something that was important for the project in 2022. And of course, highlight moments are the meetings we are having. And I would like to mention our meeting in Sofia in, in September, which was, of course, very, very productive academically and for progress, but also it was uh, great to see everyone in person. The last but not least, the representative of the country team of Latvia, Anda Rožukalne from Riga Stradinsk University. Do you think that 
This is surprising if the growth of communication science research in several European countries has been developed under authoritarian regimes. This conclusion actually was the first that came to my mind when I was asked about this year's surprises in the Media Delcom project. This conclusion actually is related with the upcoming article on how communication research developed in small countries. And there are four involved in this research. Austria, Croatia, Estonia and Latvia. Comparing the institutionalization processes of communication science in these four countries, only a few similarities can be seen, which refer to historical formation of communication science as an academic discipline and its structural connection with sociology, philology, politics and history. In all four countries, remember Austria, Croatia, Latvia and Estonia, interest towards the study of communication manifested itself in the form of an institutional body during the time when the country was under authoritarian or totalitarian rule. Even in Austria, the country with the richest history of theoretical and empirical study of communication the Department of Communication at the University of Vienna was established at the time of German occupation in 1939. This data means that we have new research questions. Why and how development trends of society determined the development of communication science in the conditions of totalitarian and authoritarian regimes? I really hope that we, together with our colleagues, will look for answers to this question and that these answers will bring us new scientific surprises. I wish you all happy holidays and happy new year. The final piece of the podcast episode is glancing at the next year, 2023. Halikiha Roloit, the project coordinator, speaks. The plans for the next year to complete the comparative analysis, complete fuzz set analysis, which provides us better overview of different, let me say so, country groups, but not only. Our aim is not just to group countries, but our aim is to analyze the path of risks and opportunities certain countries have taken. We ask why different political decisions, economic situation have resulted certain opportunities or risks concerning the deliberative communication. Very important aspect for the next year is also to finish agent-oriented modeling which means that we are going to create simulations about different scenarios where we will simulate changes that affect one or another aspect and we can see how different changes might relate to the overall situation. This will be done in cooperation with computer sciences. Yeah, we have many topics on the future podcast list already. Still for this year, It's over and done.
We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Happy holidays to everyone. Hear you in 2023.